to those fantasy dudes podcast with your hosts Jonathan and Jake. All right, Jake and John back here again. Those fantasy dudes podcast episode eight. Episode eight. I can't believe we actually made it this far, but we're going into week six. Jake, how's your fantasy teams doing? Uh, some so good, some so bad. Some very bad, some very good. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much in the same boat. That's about how it goes when you have like you know 17 leagues to take care of. You know, I was actually looking at uh, the overall point totals, and you've scored more points than the person in first place. Yes. So the, what, whatever that tells you he beat about me because how fantasy football works, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't start Deontay Johnson fresh off and in, like he was doubtful that morning, and I didn't start him. And I think I started Robbie Anderson over him because I was like, "Oh, it's his get right game." It was not his get right game. Yeah, I mean, all things considered, you would think that maybe Robbie Anderson would produce, but you know what? I guess not. But anyways, yeah, welcome back to the podcast, the show where we talk about our fantasy football leagues, redraft, dynasty, keeper. Uh, talk a little NFL injury news, uh, other NFL news, and pretty much talk about our matchups, answer some of your questions, and kind of just try to talk shit about people in our league. Most likely, uh, I think Dane's going to get the brunt of it this week because I slaughtered him. Actually, no. I beat him by seven, about no 10 points, but I slaughtered another guy named Connor. So, sorry, buddy. Um, Do you, yeah. Con- you see Connor picked up Michael Pittman this morning? And yeah, that's, that's we're gonna Dude, have that's to take care be, of that. Yeah, that's gonna be rough. As the commissioner, I know I can't police everybody, but you know, Logan, just stop being stupid and dropping players by accident. Just I have a full time job. I don't have time to deal with this. Yeah, I feel like we gotta okay. we got we gotta lay down the law a little <laughs> oh bit about God. that because that's the second time this. Ha- I get this is a new platform, but like we're all grown adults. Like it's not that how difficult. You, I how did you manage to do like I, I don't know. <laughs> I guess Logan was. I, I don't. I don't know. I've done stupid stuff on my phone right before I fall asleep, so I get that. But like, I know what is wrong with you, bro. Um, it asks yeah, you. It you makes could, you confirm. It doesn't just drop them. I know it's not that fucking hard. Okay, uh, you can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, our website, thosefantasydudespodcast.com. Please go over there. I worked hard on that. Email us thosefantasydudes at gmail and check us out on all the major podcast platforms: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Apple Music, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Castbox, Reason, Radio Public, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Anchor is our host platform, and we are now kind of sponsored by them, so that's kind of fun. Yeah, kind of sponsored. Thank you, Anchor. Let's do some NFL news. NFL news and injury updates. Bam, 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 NFL news. All right, so John Gruden, what the fuck are you doing, buddy? I just... I mean, he made a clean sweep, like Adam Schefter said. Those he insulted everyone. That yeah, was, he said I some mean, of the most. He said some pretty offensive shit. I didn't. I I didn't really go out of my way to read the specifics of what he said, but basically, John Gruden out as a head coach in Las Vegas uh, due to a pattern of racist, misogynistic, and anti-gay language over a period of years, starting in 2011. This isn't what I want to talk about on the podcast, um, but you know, he basically found a way to lose all his career achievements in about two days. There's a conspiracy theory going around that. Um, the owners just wanted to get him out. Well, he signed a ten-year contract. So the, which is well, crazy. The, the conspiracy like, is that like they they found other stuff in that Washington football team investigation, but John Gruden's the only one that like 
they don't want around anymore. Because this definitely would have been hidden if it had been somebody that they wanted to keep around. You know? I think, I think honestly, there's going to be more shit that comes out. I mean, I think I, so I've too. There was, I was reading in, there was some, there was some dude associated with the Washington football team who was, um, making people make videos of like the cheerleaders, you know? Yeah. I, I don't, just, I don't know what all that is. That God. sounds super sketchy. Yeah. It's something I want no part in even speaking about. Uh, I hate to hear stories like this, but it seems like there could be some shit going down and, you know, it's power the dynamics. sad part is it, it sucks for the Raiders. And even if we're going to curve this back to fantasy football, like the locker room is going to be in shambles. They started three and oh, they lost their last two games. This is not helping. So I mean, but he, but what are the chances that he was a good coach that they really cared about keeping around, you know? Like, it's not like Bill Belichick where it's like, oh, man, he made us practice in the rain and after a win. It's like, nah, he said some pretty horrifying stuff. I think we're they're probably <laughs> glad to, you know, not have him there anymore. Yeah, you know, like, like there know. are plenty of guys who couldn't deal with the Patriots way, but I think the Gruden way is a little bit more racist. Yeah, I, I, I think that's that's pretty well known at this point. Uh, so he's also been stricken from the ring of honor from the Super Bowl 37 Tampa Bay Buccaneers win in 2002. So they will now no longer recognize him as their head coach for that win. Wow. I didn't know that. That's that, pretty, I didn't even know he won a Super Bowl to be honest with you. So he, he was a coach for the Raiders for a while. Yeah. Uh, right up until the tuck rule game with Tom Brady. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, and then went to the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and beat the Raiders in the Super Bowl. Wow. So yeah, a little bit of little piece of NFL history. That's, that's fun. I like not knowing that stuff. Get to learn, right? It. Yeah. Well, I just see it in your face right now. I'm like, yeah. oh, I didn't even know this. That's fun. It's exciting. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Chiefs are looking at possibly signing Marlon Mack. Boo. Um, I think regardless of him being on the Chiefs, if he gets signed by the Chiefs, it's going to be a running back by committee and i don't think that's gonna be great for fantasy uh so i wouldn't anyway. pay up for him like if for my i'll pay up for Dar daryl williams yeah a little I bit I, I, I was more interested in devonta booker in terms of waiver pickups this week um yeah. just with overall volume i think he gets way more i mean I, I, everywhere I submitted a claim for williams i submitted a claim for booker so the broncos signed free agent receiver john brown to their practice The Eagles also signed running back Elijah Holyfield, the former boxer. His dad was a boxer. Was it actually his dad, or they just yeah? His dad's his dad's fucking Evander Holyfield. Do you not know who Evander Holyfield is? Jesus Christ! So does that mean Elijah is going to go on and just beat the shit out of people? No, I'm pretty sure Evander Holyfield is the one who got his ear bitten by Mike Tyson. I might be wrong. Yes. No. No. That's. I'm pretty sure that's correct. So yeah, do you think it's so. like a, a does Elijah does he is he missing a piece of his ear as well? No, I I would say probably not. All right. Well, why don't we just go into some uh some injuries then? <laughs> Speaking of injuries. <laughs> uh we had three very unfortunate season-ending injuries this week. One of which was Jake's favorite Detroit Lions player. Quintez Cephas broke his collarbone. How, How dare you say that about DeAndre Swift? DeAndre Swift is my favorite Detroit Lions player. Well, sorry, I apologize for even assuming it was Quintez Cephas, but yeah, he's out for the season. But that does mean 
that Amon St. Brown is a very solid fantasy Ooh. option that I do believe yeah. is most likely on your waivers in a 10 he to was list, Yeah, league. he was in some leagues. He was gone at the draft time, but he didn't really do anything. Um, so he's probably back on your waivers. Yeah, last two weeks, even with I well, Cephas didn't play last week, but regardless, last two weeks, eight targets, thirteen plus points in each matchup. So you know he's worth keeping an eye on if you want a deeper wide receiver option. I think Amon St. Brown is first of all really talented, but he really is yeah, the he one is, wide he receiver is talented. On that team he's right got now. the talent. He's got the talent to back up the opportunity, which is important. Absolutely. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster had shoulder surgery, very likely to miss the rest of the fantasy season, if not the entire actual NFL regular season. I think he's done. Honestly, I, like, I want to I wanna say that this helps anybody fantasy-wise, but I don't think it does. When you take out Juju and you put... Does it, though? Because it's just going to be James Washington and worse. Like, Not to say James Washington is like that much worse because Juju wasn't doing amazing, but like... If you have less talent out there, they're just going to cover Deontay Johnson more. They're going to know when Claypool's going out there, he's probably getting some work. So it's like, yeah, is I mean, that better or is it just thinning out? Because can Deont like I don't know. I just don't see Deontay Johnson being the sole target and being able to sustain how good he's playing. He's really good, but I mean, Big Ben also sucks, and now you're losing another target that was taking away coverage from you because a lot of teams were probably choosing Juju over Deontay poorly but still choosing him over Deontay. The thing is Claypool and Deontay and Najee obviously have been very fantasy relevant over the last couple weeks. I think Najee, I think Najee's workload goes up no matter what because take it. (laughs) No matter, dude, no matter what, there's going to be dump offs. Like it's, it's Big Ben and if they're losing another option, especially one that Big Ben was so comfortable with, then I think the running back's workload can only go up because he's going to be catching some some of that pressure release, you know, dump-offs at a bare yeah. minimum. And three extra catches a game for 30 yards is six points. You know, that's, that's that makes a difference in a week. 15 points versus 21 points is a huge difference. And I wouldn't personally worry about James Washington either. I think that those he's not going to soak up Juju targets. Like, he'll take a few, but... I do think that just regardless, Claypool, Deontay, and Najee do get a little bit of a bump without Juju. I'm just worried that the overall team is going to get worse to the point that it's going to be less fantasy relevant just as a whole. Yeah, but if they're a bad team, then they're going to be playing negative game scripts and throwing the ball. That's that's true. You're right. So That's, that's, tr- that's true, know. but then it comes back. It, it's just kind of a circle because it's like, well, then it comes back to can Big Ben sustain that? Can Big Ben... Because he's not been good, so in that case, then it'll just translate to Najee. <laughs> yeah, see, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I was trying to talk about. Is like I think it's going to be a big workload for Najee. Well, he's the RB four on the season, I think, so far, which is insane. So I think we're I think we're getting more and more towards the best option at running back, truly being a rookie almost every year. I think that's also why you need to start valuing your dynasty fucking draft picks in trades. I think you're just personally angry about that no one wants your first pick in a trade because I'm also personally (laughs) angry. Take my fucking draft. I want, dude. I want a. I want a first. I just wish you would take friggin' Mike Evans and something else, or you take something Uh, else and. I don't need. I mean, not that I don't want it, but I don't need the entire Tampa Bay offense on my team. Well, Tyler just dropped. I might as well just. Tyler just dropped Tyler Johnson, so you could just go. You could go get him too. Uh, Max Williams busted his knee. 
He's out for the season on the Cardinals. He was having some, uh, he was getting some pretty good catches. He was. He was looking good. I actually had just picked him up, and now he's on the waivers if anybody wants to grab him. But Daryl Daniels is the second tight end up on the uh, depth chart. I don't know if that means he's going to play, but I like saying his name. Daryl Daniels. Darryl Maybe keep Daniels. an eye out on that high-powered Cardinals offense. Maybe he knows how to catch the ball. Daryl Daniels. Don't forget it. That dude's going to do nothing next week. <laughs> <laughs> Unlikely. Maybe he's on. I don't even know if he's on the 53-man roster. He might be on the damn practice squad for all I know. Could be, John. Daryl no. Daniels. Stop saying. Daryl Daniels. All right. Get through, get through the injury news. We have injury news. All right. We got a lot. Russell Wilson, uh, he's most likely going to be out until week 10. He's getting surgery on his fractured and dislocated finger on his throwing hand. They threw three pins in his fing- in his finger, so that sucks. I wouldn't start Geno Smith, just so we're clear. Um, I actually put a claim on him in Dynasty. I don't know if I got him. Let me check. Cause I probably I, did, because who else needs or wants Geno Smith? And I didn't get him? what who outbid you the fuck who outbid you are you fucking kidding me tyler got uh, tj got him for Uh, five fab i put in three fab god damn it all right i can't believe dude i can't believe two people put in bids on brandon bolden i got him for free this last week i think i put in a bid on he got like 60 i'm just not gonna start him and he's not like i don't need him on my roster God damn it, TJ. I didn't even want... I just wanted him as a third-string quarterback, dick. All right. No, maybe he just lost Russell. I don't know. Yeah, Russell Wilson. That sucks for the Seahawks. I mean, that really blows because he's never, ever missed a game. Did you know that? He's In never all the missed years a game? He's, played, he's never missed never one missed game? Never missed a game. What? And now his little finger is going to keep him out for like six well, Okay, weeks. how are you going to, in the same breath, say he's never missed a game and be like, his little finger... Because it just seems like that's what took Russell Wilson out. Like, damn. All right, you know? let me break your finger and we'll see how much you want to go to work. Okay, well, this isn't about me. This is about Russell Wilson. Okay, okay well, now it's kind of on you. Saquon Barkley carted off the field, likely to miss at least next week. Ian Rappaport said maybe two to four weeks. I think he's going to be definitely trying to get back sooner. But did you see that man's ankle? Did not. That did not look good. I'm not a doctor. Um, <laughs> if I had to guess what Logan would say about that, he'd say that's not good. Right. So yeah, maybe a little rehab needed to fix that ankle. It just, dude, it sucks because he wasn't even like it wasn't even like a play in the game. They were just like during like a timeout, TV timeout. He just tripped over some dude's foot. Oh, see, you like, hate bro. to see. You hate to see that. Maybe you got Devontae Booker. If not, I mean, that I'm sure a lot of people were vying for him, especially if you're a Saquon owner. That blows. Yeah. Uh, David Montgomery is currently on the short-term IR. Just so you know, he may come back week nine. Okay? So keep an eye on that. We already talked about David Montgomery last week. But yeah, obviously, Damian Williams did pretty good this past week. Great pickup. So happy to have him. I'm going to try to trade him before. So, like, because I don't need him. So if I could trade him for something long-term valuable... That would be important. That's that's a thing that's important about like when you pick somebody up off the waivers, sometimes you can pick them up and trade them for a season long asset when somebody else is just trying to get a couple wins, you know? Yeah, that's if somebody's an, like one important. and four and they're like, yeah. dude, I'll do fucking anything at this point, like give me Damian Williams, then yeah, dish him to them and get like a I don't know, 
a not. You can always try to trade. You can always try to trade up. Like if you you know trade him a wide receiver and that guy, and you know get a better wide receiver, or try to trade up in tight ends. You know send him a a solid tight end like a Dalton Schultz or something like that. And Dawson Knox, you know, try, number like three tight end on the season. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah, and then try to get somebody that you know is going to be solid. Try to get like a Waller. Or like people might be trying to get off of him right now because of the whole the whole thing in with the Raiders. Uh, so you think that hurts Waller, dude? I don't think it hurts Waller. I think that they're probably happy. I mean, Waller is a, you know, he's a man of color, so I can't imagine he was, you know, super happy about John Gruden saying a bunch of racist stuff, but I I don't know. It's... Okay. Clyde Edwards Hilaire added to the short-term IR. Officially, he is going to miss at least three weeks. Uh, It could have been a lot worse. I saw the injury. It didn't look good. He did not look happy. Um... But to be fair, like Clyde, he's he's an RB two at best. Like he really is. He's not he's not gonna be your bell cow RB one on. He's a high end RB two. He's 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 the RB. Honestly, he's an RB two. You hope you get because you can go off any week, and he's got a workload. That's the that's I mean, that's the thing. He's like a good RB two. Like they're a bad RB. Like I would say AJ Dillon could be somebody's RJ RB two. And it's like there's a big difference between AJ Dillon and Clyde Edwards-Helaire. If AJ Dillon's your RB two, I I feel sorry for you because he just had dude. Like you his... don't have a, neither of us have been injury plagued this year. I know, and I I, As I we know both have gotten really lucky, lucky. So that's that's what I'm saying. Like if you you know there are definitely people out there starting AJ Dillon right now for sure. Fair enough. They probably do have guys like Cooper Cup at, at wide receiver, though. I I hope otherwise. Honestly, they probably they probably don't. Cooper Cup was like a fourth round guy. They probably have guys like uh, Tyree Kill and D Hop or and stuff. Dude, yeah. there. I mean, there's definitely someone out there who has D Hop and and Diggs. I'm um, trying to trade for AJ Brown like, right now. Buy low on AJ Brown. That's all I can fine, say. Fine, please take him off my team in Sam's league. <laughs> uh, no, thank Sounds you. good. What do you got? Uh, nothing for you, Mister O and Five. I'm one and four. That's... Like we both need to trade the lot for something. I don't know, dude. George Kittle hurt his calf. He is officially on the short term IR. So obviously, I mean, I guess get Ross Dwelly. I don't know, but he's not going to be back until Week Nine at the very least. Just FYI, Shamaje P Ryan and Dallas Goddard are both on the COVID IR currently. If you have Dallas Goddard on your team, he's not playing in the Thursday night game uh, against the Eagles for the. Or for the Eagles Ooh, against the Bucks, is probably a good a good start this week. Yeah, absolutely. As much as uh, you know, most podcasters who play fantasy football do not like Zach Ertz. They were getting a very similar target share the last few weeks. So Ertz is a play this week, especially against the Bucks secondary, who sucks against wide receivers and tight ends. Wow, we have a lot of minor injuries. It was a yeah. big injury week, though. These are these are the smaller injuries. Joe Burrow throat contusion. He's gonna be fine. He'll play. He was in an, he was in and out of the hospital. Uh, Tom Brady hurt his thumb, but he is inhuman. He will be okay. He's gonna play Good Thursday God. night against Philly. Um, he always has like an injury. Like he played through an MCL sprain or tear last year. I what think. took him? What took him out back earlier in his career? I just remember a time period when I was in like middle school where he didn't play football. He tore his ACL in game one against the Chiefs. Uh, his I, I almost remember the dude's name. His last name was Flowers, I think, that tore his ACL, hit a low hit, and Matt Castle did the rest of the season. They went 10-6 and six and missed the playoffs by one game. I just remember playing Matt Castle in Madden. Yeah, man. Matt Castle was the guy, and he got a, he got a huge contract <laughs> with the Chiefs after that year. It's crazy. 
Wow, good for him. Yeah, uh, I think he's still in the NFL actually as like a third string. But hey, I would make one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars a year to sit on the bench. Are you kidding? In a heartbeat, me? dude. That's like my dream job. <laughs> like seriously, Trey Lance sprained his knee. Uh, he is gonna actually. It doesn't really matter because the 49ers don't play this week. Um, but he may miss the next game. So. Uh, keep an eye on that. Daniel Jones uh, got busted as he tried to go into the end zone against the Cowboys. Uh, you know, it, it looked pretty bad. He was literally wobbling on the field after the hit. So that was yikes. wild, dude. That felt. Like, I, I don't know if he was like trying to sell it or like what the deal was. Like he was trying to get like a like some sort of call. Why would you want to sell a concussion though? He You're looked trying to, not good. No, I think the man was definitely physically injured after that hit. Uh, he sacrificed his body against two Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Damian Harris, day-to-day, ribs. Uh, This is why Brandon Bolden's a good pickup this week. Uh, I think he, Damian Harris probably won't play this week, in my opinion. Dalvin Cook, he might return in week six. Uh, The Vikings are on bye in week seven, so I feel like it's very possible they just hold him out, you know? Yeah, as an Alexander Madison manager, I hope so. I agree. I I don't need Dalvin Cook to play. Alexander Madison has genuinely been a better option this year. I'm playing against uh, against Ali. So who has Dalvin Cook? Yeah. Who has Dalvin Cook? Yeah, basically what that means is if you have Madison, then you're good this coming week. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. Yep. Uh Chris Carson, I have him in one league. Pete Carroll said on Saturday, it's too early to tell if he'll be ready for week six. I am so low on running backs. I'm about to just tank in that in my uh, Yahoo Winners League based on just everyone's hurt. I also yeah, what do, you, what, what do you gain from tanking in your Yahoo Winners League? You can get a first round pick. I get nothing, really. It just, I, I, I yeah, just, so it's, I don't know what to do, basically. No one does trades in those fucking leagues. So, you know, I'm definitely I, not in those leagues. But yeah, Chris Carson, keep an eye. If you have Alex Collins, maybe that helps you out. Um, but other than that, hopefully Chris Carson plays for you. Wide receivers, Jerry Judy, high ankle sprain. He may return for week seven or eight. So monitor that if you have Sutton, uh, Tim Patrick, or Judy on the IR. Julio Jones, hamstring injury. Uh, he might play Sunday night or Monday night football against Buffalo. But you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't risk putting him in your lineup if he doesn't play for a Monday night game. Kenny Galladay fucked up his knee. Basically, I don't think he's going to play this coming week. <laughs> Uh, but if you have Kadarius Tony or he's on your waivers, pick him up. Pick the man up, even though he punched a man in the face toward the end of the okay, Giants no, game. But he, it, I, if you watch the video, I'm fine with it. He seems like a tough guy. You got I mean, it's a divisional game. There's going to be some heated moments. And, you know, if Mason Rudolph can get hit in the face with a helmet, then, you know, I think Kadarius Tony could throw a punch. I wonder. I still wonder if Mason Rudolph did call that guy the N-word. Most likely. Maybe he had some emails with John Gurdon. Rashad Bateman. <laughs> Rashad John Bateman. Gurdon's messaging him now. He's like, we got to start our own league where we can say that stuff. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's so fucked up. Uh, I don't know. I, maybe that's what like the, uh, shit, so. the Alliance of American Football was. Just full of racism. That's why it lasted about a day. Don't you talk about the AFL like that. Sorry, my my bad. Rashad Bateman, core muscle surgery. Uh, He will get another week of practice before making his debut against Cincinnati in week seven. So that might fuck up the wide receiver core for the Ravens. Wolf Fuller broke his finger. He might come back in week eight. Uh, Who cares? The big thing here for your wide receivers, Michael Thomas. He should be back after the bye in week seven. 
for Jake and his 0-5 redraft team. Ooh, yeah, that's good because I only have Cooper Cup, so I've really been hurting at wide receiver. That's why I've been losing. So it would be good to get Michael Thomas back. I'm trying to make a trade with Dane for Michael Thomas in the Keeper League. I want to get Michael Thomas in Dynasty. I bet they would let him go for nothing right now. Probably could. And, you know, you had to invest. Regardless, you had to invest like a 10th round pick on him maybe earlier. So Keeper was definitely earlier. Yeah, if if he's been sitting on your bench, like you might feel attached to him based on that. But I'd say make a move for Michael Thomas because these Saints need him. Somebody might give him up for a first, and you could get elite talent for two years. Yeah. Go after Michael Thomas. Uh, Logan Thomas, in fact, hamstring. He might come back in week eight, um, but that means Ricky Seals Jr. <laughs> Don't you have him? What the fuck was that? <laughs> That's my seal impression. <laughs> my seal impression. I'm pretty sure it's Ricky Seals Jones, not Ricky Seals Jr. No, you have to leave that in there now. Is that his name, Ricky Seals Jr.? It's Ricky Seals Jones. He's not Junior. No. It's Ricky oh, Ricky Seals, Seals Jones. My bad. It's just Ricky Seals Jones. <laughs> Fuck. All right. But well, maybe the hell maybe you'll have a kid name. Because how could you not name your kid Ricky Seals Junior? It's Ricky my Seals that's Jones. my seven a.m. Seal impression. I feel like Ricky Seals Jones Junior. is a great name though. It's a it's a mouthful, but it's it sound it rolls off the tongue. Ricky. I want to see Jones it on a Jr. fucking jersey. That's for sure. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> Could you? Oh, my God. Imagine this. He's on the Washington football team. They changed their mascot to the Seals. Yeah. Yes. And then the what? Washington, they make him play mascot? <laughs> the Washington football Seals. <laughs> the Washington <laughs> football Seals. <laughs> I would love that. I hope they leave football I, and whatever. It's like the Washington yeah, football, football Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> That could be. They could be an already like a mascot that's already there. The Washington Football Patriots. <laughs> Can you imagine if that would be so funny if they did that? And it's just it's a mouthful, but I, I'm into it. <laughs> it's just like whatever mascot with like an extra football ad in their hand. Well, you don't want to forget that they do play football because, like, right. it, back it's in the day, there reminder. was the New York Giants and the New York Football Giants. Like they called them that because there was a baseball <laughs> team also called the Giants in New York. So it's a thing. The New York Football Giants. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, he broke, he fractured some ribs and punctured his lung, and yet it's still a surprise he's not playing, according to like all these injury updates. But he is not playing the Thursday night game against Philly, so maybe Cameron Brait if you want to have some tight ends. I've started in that Cameron Brait for two weeks. Please don't start Cameron Brait. Okay, he's not not a good start. I, there are and- other options. Ricky Seals Jones Jr. I would rather start Ricky Seals Jones Jr. Ricky Seals Jones in Kansas City, and it's more fun to say than Cameron Brait. Um, Cameron Brait can catch a Lombardi Trophy off of a boat, but he seems to have Wait, a problem was that catching him to catch that. Footballs. I thought that was Rob Gronkowski who caught it. Oh no, that was Cameron Brait. Oh, that was well, his. Mo- that was like the moment of his career. <laughs> it was catching I mean, the fucking trophy, and he does have a Super Bowl ring. Cameron Brait, Super Bowl winner. Super Bowl winner Cameron Brait. Yep. Uh, Rodrigo Blankenship hurt his hip. Uh, he'll probably be fine. It's a kicker. Rodrigo blank and hip. Ah, uh, uh, no one to take that from us. That's ours. <laughs> and yeah, I'm uh, sure all nine of these people will be able to keep the secret. <laughs> uh, and also the pariah of the Chicago Bears, uh, Cody Parkey, is going to the IR. He hurt his groin. 
This is the man who kicked the 45-yard field goal off the post to lose the Bears the playoff game, Cody Parkey. This was like two oh, wow. years ago. Yeah, I remember the... Yeah. Saints need a new kicker. They should also probably just get a whole new team. Okay. But anyways, this is the first week of bye weeks. It's week six, so there are four teams on bye. Next week is the real week where it's going to suck if you have any fantasy football players on your team. But... It's the Falcons, the Saints, the Jets, and the 49ers. So if you have players like Calvin Ridley, Kyle Pitts, Cordero Patterson. If I have any fantasy football players on my team, are yeah, you managing uh, to play this without having fantasy football players on your team? Yeah, typically I just I just go with an empty lineup and somehow pull it off. I am actually starting Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> I'm putting LeBron James in this week at quarterback. LeJean yeah. Brames. Yeah, Tom Hanks is actually my running back. well now guys we need to get out there and we need to score some points life is like a box of chocolates okay (laughs) um if yeah so (laughs) it hurts me because i do have uh, kyle pitts and cordero patterson and they've carried my dynasty team so i do have to throw in some other options this week uh the saints you're gonna be without camara without Jameis winston the jets you're out Corey davis jameson crowder if you feel like you need to start those guys in the first place and the 49ers trey lance is obviously he he would be injured this week anyway but you're without debo samuel and george kittle who's also on the ir so not a big deal i think for for the most part for bye weeks but definitely something to keep in mind i don't know there's definitely a lot of people that are hurting not having debo samuel and kittle me but kittle definitely. was injured anyway isn't he uh yeah he's already on the yeah. ir right now so, so and i would say yeah matt ryan's probably a blow to somebody because he's so he's definitely getting played cordero patterson's a huge blow for me in dynasty and probably well the, the, the only reason i didn't mention cordero patterson is because he was a waiver pickup so i mean you probably have other options this early in the season right now true obviously he's been explosive so that sucks but like just in general all right, Jake. So let's see. Why don't we go over last week's matchups? Matchups. The big one I got to talk about is the work league. I was down. I was down by forty points going into Monday night, and all I had left to play was Mark Andrews. So you went to bed, I'm guessing, and you woke up to a win. I went to. I went to bed. Because I watched, I watched some of the beginning of the game, and I was like, ah, I gotta get up early tomorrow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it in. Like this game's not going great, and this game's not going great anyway. And I, I'm 99% likely to lose. And then they just kicked it into gear, and I woke up to actually having won my league 197 points to 195 points. Oh my god, that's I've crazy. never had a like, I've never had a comeback like that. So. Nobody, nope, because this doesn't happen. Mark Andrews doesn't, doesn't do happen. this. Like, yeah. I, I was actually Jeez, watching the I think game. Ian Travis, Kel- Travis Kelsey doesn't do this. No, that it's, it's, I mean, like, it's a statistical anomaly what happened against oh, for the sure. Colts. Like, that will not happen with Mark Andrews, but I mean, that's why you want a guy like Mark Andrews on your team because Lamar yeah. Jackson loves him. Yep. Him. Yeah, he does. He does. And um so yeah, so that was a great that was a great win. Um I would have beat there's some people in the league that I over or outscored by double, which is pretty crazy. 
Yeah, and it was just, uh, I mean, it was a showing from everybody. Every every person I started really showed up. Tom Brady, Harris, uh, Elliot Metcalf. Brandon Cooks didn't do that great, but whatever. He's won me other weeks. And Mark Andrews for 41 was really the kicker. That was really what saved me. Um, because my opponents started basically the entire uh, Chargers offense. Started Herbert, Eckler, and Williams. Holy shit. So just alone in that those points scored 110 points. And this they started is in your Gibson. work league still? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They started Gibson, Deontay Johnson, Mason Crosby. So very uh yeah, very tight week. I didn't I did not think I was gonna be winning, which is huge because I put up a bunch of points and took first this week from yeah, Allie. So you are five and zero in that league, which is pretty awesome. I've got a huge points lead and two wins on the next person that isn't Allie. I won my work league. I'm four and one. I am the leader of that league, regardless of divisions. The only thing is the waivers work opposite. So I get the 10th waiver every week because I'm in first. So don't like that at all, but I still mm-hmm. seem to get the players I want. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, um, probably because no one's paying attention. Yeah. Uh, Jake, you finally you won in Dynasty. I did. I'm doing, I actually have a winning record in Dynasty, yep. which is kind of unfortunate because I wanted to tank because my team's not that good and I've just been pulling out small wins. No, you're you're in fifth place right now. There's one, two, three, four people that are three and two behind me and Frank at four and one. So I just I, after this this week determines this week determines whether or not I I start tanking because you, one you should never you should never be a middle of the road team. But you can it you can make it happen. I don't want you to give you don't, don't you be, dare give up on me. You don't want to be but you don't want to be a middle of the road team. I want a higher draft pick. I don't. If my lead, I don't care about being the sixth round player in the playoff. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it works out. But I'm, 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 I'm going for the I've, win in dynasty this year. I, yeah, I'm going to try to win. win. You got to win that team. You've got a solid team. My RB twos are Samaj P. Ryan, Alexander Madison, Tyson Williams, and Elijah Mitchell and Trey Sermon. So that's exciting. Yeah, a whole never barrel of shit. <laughs> Um, I actually, I ended up winning against, uh, Dane in the, uh, in the keeper league, which was pretty freaking awesome. Poor Dane, man. I feel like he's gotten wrecked by us already a couple times this year. Um, but I beat him 157 to 147, even with his Justin Herbert putting up almost 47 points against me. Oh so, yeah. He's got Herbert. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my team was pretty insane. I mean, I had Dak, CeeDee Lamb, Chris Godwin, Gibson, Madison, Kelsey. Every single person put up double-digit points except my kicker, Matt Prater. So, I'll take it. Oh, and honestly, in Dynasty, I put up 183 to Connor's 73. So, I beat him by over 100 points. I'll fucking take that. I will Why take you gotta that. you got to kick him when he's down? Well, I mean, you know, I don't care. I really don't care. I'll take my 31 from Antonio Brown, 27 from Kyle Pitts, 37 from Tom Brady, 22 from Najwee Harris. Um, by the way, if you update your nicknames of your players on your team, it sends the entire league notifications. Sorry for oh, doing dude. that at midnight last night. I was laying in bed at like 11.15 <laughs> and my phone just kept going off and Ellie was like, what is that? What is like, why... <laughs> Why's your phone? And I was like, it's got to be some sort of fantasy football thing. And then, yep, sure enough, picked it up. And John's out here naming Matt Prater, <laughs> I pray to you, and Diami Di- Brown, Dynamo Brown. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is good. Yeah. At least it was like a very harmless thing. It's just like I didn't realize that it was going to send everyone notifications. But That's just really keep in funny. mind, I was just bored. <laughs> like, I'm going to name my players nicknames. 
so <laughs> stupid. That's such a goofy feature. I love it. Though. Yeah, love love sleeper. Um, but cool. Why don't we get into our dudes of the week, dude? Talk about our dudes of the week. My dude of the week has got to be Mark Andrews. It's obvious. I, I there's no one else I can pick. Come on, you know. Yeah, that's pretty. I would be doing him a disservice to not to not pick him because you, you almost never get a win like that. You never. Yeah, I mean, he literally won you the game. I mean, that's insane. Literally, so, yeah. it's very, very rare that you can say, you can often say, oh, well, this player was a massive contributor, but like, it was Mark Andrews, full yeah. stop. Like, it, he won me the week. That was it. Yeah, which is on crazy a Monday too, night game. I traded for him. I got him, Zeke, and DK, who without them would not have won this week. Um, uh, My dude of the week, I'm actually going to do Tom Brady and Kyle Pitts because, you know what? Tom Brady's thrown a lot of touchdowns in his career. I'm just going to give it to Kyle Pitts. Finally, gets in the end yeah, zone against the he Jets. His first NFL touchdown is in London. It's not even in America. That's pretty cool. That's actually pretty cool. Right? Isn't that kind of cute? Kyle Pitts, good job, buddy. Finally, 27 points. Uh, I think he's like the tight end seven on the year. He's behind Dawson Knox, behind Dalton Schultz. I think he can He can definitely pick it up, dude, and be a viable fantasy option this year, even in like redraft leagues. I'm glad to have him in Dynasty, but... You know, I mean, even with Calvin Ridley and Russell Gage, who's been a non-factor this year, out, you know, it was, it was cool to see him get get the work that he deserves. Because Kyle Pitts is, he's going to be fucking fantastic. He really, really is. The Atlanta Falcons are a stupid team. Yeah, I would agree with that. I would yeah. Agree with that. <laughs> God, I really was <laughs> expecting more from Calvin Ridley this year. Oh yeah, I was, was expecting, expecting a wide receiver one Patterson numbers. of all people to outshine him. It's it's shocking. It Fantasy really football is. analysis is stupid. I don't know why anybody does it. You have dudes that show up like Cordero Patterson. Yeah, it, you might as well give up. He's literally ranked. He's gotten less points than guys like Tyler Boyd, Christian Kirk, Jacoby Myers, Tim Patrick, Corey Davis, Hunter Renfro. So, for a second round pick, that is rough. That's all I'm trying yeah, to say. Yeah, he was out this. Wasn't he out this week? Yeah, and he was out this week for a personal issue, but I mean, so yeah. I mean, well, that'll do. Like that'll really do it. That's the problem. All the scores for this week have processed, and he missed this week, so like his scores are going to be a little bit skewed. I think the important would have been to look at it for from up until last, last week to yeah, get a better true, indication true. of what he's doing because it wasn't been injury. very underwhelming, unfortunately. Yeah, no, it's not been good. Like it's still it's a it's a missed game. It's a missed game, but like it it is important to still check that. Why don't we do some duds of the week? Who's your dud of the week? You don't have to pick the one I chose, but I figured that was... Um, I mean, to be fair, you didn't really have that many. So I was like, I, know, I guess this guy. I, mean, I guess... I mean, it's tough to pick It's tough to pick guys that got injured. You know, like, that's that's almost, that's a hard a hard feeling. Because yeah, I yeah, want to yeah. say, you know... I want to say Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Because, you know, he really... Had he put up an actual game, I, I probably could have won this week. Uh, but but I also started Cameron Brate the last two weeks, and he's no longer on any of my teams because he has done absolutely nothing no and been option? terrible. Like you, I know that it, he, like, I just theoretically dude, I he would have been a good like, play, but I mean, yeah, it, I thought well, they're giving Gronk all this work, and you know, it, I bet it'll stay open. But he's just not Gronk, so the the my bad, the stupid. It has to do with the mind meld between Tom and Gronk. I mean, they've been playing together for they've, a decade. It's so. it's who he's thrown the most touchdown passes to ever. Literally, yeah, exactly. And he's the, yeah, so that unfortunately is not going to translate to Cameron Braid. But speaking of tight ends, my dud of the week, and honestly, I would say the dud of the last three weeks uh, is T.J. Hawkinson. I mean, 
you know, his targets have been cut in half. His receptions have been cut in half. And ultimately, his touchdowns have been cut in half. He went from having, I believe, two or three in the first two weeks to nothing in the last three weeks. So it sucks to see for a, a, a running or a tight end that you did spend most likely a fifth, fourth or fifth round pick on. I'm not hitting the panic alarm yet. I love TJ Hawkinson. He's a monster on the field, and I think he still is going to do fine this year. But uh, I, it's three weeks of nothing is is really tough when you have TJ Hawkinson on your team. And I think I've lost most of my matchups pretty much based on my tight end performance in that league. Yeah, unfortunately, that's uh, it comes down to tight ends. This is this is a great a great season to be reminded that sometimes paying up for a tight end is a great idea, and sometimes it's not because. Top couple guys have been, you know, people you had to pay up for. But also, I mean, Dalton Schultz, no one even drafted him, I don't think. No one drafted Dalton Schultz. No one drafted... Well, people thought Jarwin would probably be the better option, but... I drafted Jarwin um, in our Dynasty League, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but Dalton Schultz, Dawson Knox, they're both in the top five for tight ends this year, which is insane. All right, Jake, why don't we start talking matchups? Talking matchups. In terms of the Keeper League, you are going against... Trevor. I'm going against Trevor. Who the hell is Trevor? Trevor's my friend from uh from Bailey Island. Oh right, yeah. That guy. Well He used to employ me. <laughs> he used to employ you. He did. Yep. Really? Uh but he actually just took the L from Peter, who put up one ninety last week and has still yet to well, make he's a transaction take, in our league. <laughs> he's gonna take another L because he lost Saquon Barkley and his, yeah. I guess his RB2 is Michelle or Naheem Hines now, which Naheem Hines could very well have a great game because they're playing against Houston. Fucking Naheem Hines, dude. But Naheem Hines has only gotten a couple... He's gotten, like, no work the last couple weeks, and Jonathan Taylor's been getting all of it, so I'm fine with that. But, I mean, he Trevor does have guys like Tyreek Hill, Mike Evans. Oh, yeah, I mean, AJ he's got Brown, Tom Brady, I mean, Tyreek Hill, and, um, you know, he's got A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown's still great. I'm not worried about it, though. I think I can win this win this week. Starting Taylor Heineke versus Kansas City, I think he's going to put up some actually pretty big numbers because the two weeks he's played worse defenses, he put up 24 right. and 30. Last week he played New Orleans, who's got a solid defense, and he only put up 14. But he still rushed for 40 yards. It's just that he threw two interceptions and no TDs. And he I mean, still put every down 14, Kansas City so fine game with that. has been insanely productive for fantasy because the Chiefs seem to suck on defense. So, so I think I, I think I win that week. You're actually number one in that league. I'm number three, but you're four and one. I'm three and two. So so far, so good for both of us. I'm I pretty. Yeah, I need I yeah. need the win this week because I need to like if I win if I get a win this week, I'm really kind of starting to solidify myself in the playoffs. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, you say like say I lose or Peter loses, then you're you're ahead by two games, which is huge. So I'm playing Jeff in the keeper league. Uh, I just did a big trade with Jeff. I gave him. Uh, Kyle Pitts, fucking asshole. Miles Sanders, fucking piece of shit. Shut, fuck you, dude. This is a good trade. It's a good trade for Jeff. I mean, according to him, that's a good. Trade. Yeah, it's a great trade for you, and it's, it could have been better for Jeff and for me. But you got to. But you have to look at it like this. I traded Kyle Pitts. I traded Miles Sanders, who did get more production last week, and I gave him uh, Cortland Sutton, who is theoretically the number one wide receiver on Denver for the next two weeks until Judy comes back. All I got out of it was Travis Kelsey. Yeah, like all I, you gotta have is Travis Kelsey. Oh man, the it's number one tight end, yeah. right? 
I think you're I'll be, be alright. You're gonna be alright with those 17 points a week every week. Yeah, I think I'll be alright. Uh, but, but basically, that means okay. I've done right. trades with Jeff, and I've gotten Christian McCaffrey and Travis Kelsey out of them. So uh, yeah, in the last two years. Else. Yeah, but it's a it's a keeper yeah, league. It, what so. that shows to me is is Jeff trusts you, and you're sitting there being like, "I'm gonna take advantage of you." I'm a trustworthy guy. Come on, man. You don't think I'm a trustworthy guy? Yeah, I can trust you to take advantage of Jeff. That's what I can trust you to do. <laughs> Either way, I think I'm I gonna gave beat him a better. I gave him a way better trade, and you know it. You just didn't want it for the league. No. Well, that's. I told him. I'm like, you know what? This is terrible for the league. Do you want Jake to win again? No. We don't want Jake to win again. Yeah. Back to back. Back to back. Back to back. Back to back. No. We don't need to have that chant. Let's, let's God, not have that you're chant. You're never going to hear the end of it. Yeah, you'll not. You're, I mean, you're still four and one, so fuck me, man. You're still probably oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I think I beat Jeff this week. I'm seventy to thirty projected to win. He's got Dan back. Arnold in his. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, Henry oh Ruggs is number two wide receiver. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is pretty much his only juggernaut this week. He did looks like he got Daryl Williams off waivers, so he's got him starting in his RB two slot. Uh, he's got Tim Bass. At kicker, so Tim Bass. Tyler Bass. I don't know people's names. Tyler Tim Bass. Bass. <laughs> Do you know Tyler Bass? His kick, uh, his kicker, his picture. He has one piece of chalk across one eye, but the other eye doesn't have any. I don't think that's chalk. Whatever it's called, the black stuff you put under your eyes. It's eye black. Oh, yeah, it's eye black. <laughs> it's eye black. <laughs> it's eye black. <laughs> I'm really praying I get McCaffrey back this week. I have McCaffrey, Gibson, Godwin, C.D. Lamb. I mean. Please, McCaffrey, can you play so I can demolish Jeff? Hefe. Uh, what are you looking at for Dynasty this week, Jake? Um, Dynasty, I've actually got kind of a tough matchup because I don't have any real RB2 right now because Elijah Mitchell and Trey Sermon are on by. Tyson Williams isn't getting any of the work he did like early on. And uh, so I'm really, really hoping that Alexander Madison plays another game. They, they've got a week seven bye. It's, they've won some games. It's kind of would be advantageous to them to just let Dalvin Cook sit. So I'm hoping that happens because I need him. Even, even though I, th- I think he'll, if Dal- even if Dalvin Cook plays, they'll probably get some work. But I hope so because I have to start him. So that's going to be pretty tough. And I've been pretty plagued with injury. I've got Kenny Galladay out right now. I've got Calvin Ridley out right now. So. Uh, that doesn't help. And Samaj P. Ryan is, yeah. You're starting guys so. like Ricky Stills Jr. on your flex this week. Oh, is he my flex? Oh, I meant to put him in my tight end. Uh, well, you also have Cameron Braden. and I assume you're not starting him this week? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm actually, I might drop Cameron Braid. Just, you can start just Cameron Braid for my want. own, just for my own feelings. Fair enough. Yeah, this, this, it's going to be kind of a tough one. I mean, he, he's yeah, got a good but team. But luckily the I, other two, I, I mean, of, does he though? Like, I, No, he doesn't. I, I mean, I don't yeah. know. Hey, I just his see team, his team's very like, boom yeah, bust. I easily yeah. could lose this week. That's it. There's no doubt, easily could. So, I hope you do. Um, then I'll start making trades with you for the future yeah, of my team, not yours. Uh, in Dynasty, I'm going against T Dog this week. Uh, he's got guys like Lamar Jackson, JD McKissick in his RB2 slot, James Robinson, Mike Williams, Amari Cooper, Mike Gesicki, Adam Thielen, and Lisviscus Chenault, and the number one kicker of the NFL right now, Nick Volk. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I hope I win. I, I just, I'd like to win again. Please keep, I'd like to keep winning. Five and one please, would please be Please to amazing. give me a win? Yes, please, geez, just win. Please just give me more wins in this league. I want to win Dynasty this year. I'm, I think for me, like, I'm a big year one guy with new leagues. 
I haven't won since 2015 in my quote-unquote keeper league. So it would be cool to win first year in Dynasty, and I could just get that out yeah. of the way and tank. That's got to hurt so much to to lose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, losing does suck. I didn't I didn't realize that's where your sentence was going to end, but yeah, that, that hits home. Thanks, Jake. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I wouldn't know. Redraft. This is a league we, we kind of like to forget about but jake you're 0 five how you know now i'm just going to transition out of out of when you say redraft i'm going to talk about my work league rather than no Sam's no no, no 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 we're, we're here to talk so about i'm Sam's five league. and oh i'm i'm five and oh in this <laughs> you got in those my redraft up? league um it's actually been pretty crazy i've done some pretty good trades i definitely didn't draft camara who sucked um <laughs> so no but I, my redraft is terrible dude i i have no i have no excuses other than sometimes you win them sometimes you lose them i won this league first year we did it um and then since have been just absolute garbage so uh but then in my other redraft league straight redraft league i am first in the league by a wide margin so it's pretty crazy it's pretty crazy to see the contrast there it's, it's, it's part of like, why i mean it's do? part of why you and i have transitioned i think more to dynasty and keeper is because it's always chance in redraft there's not like there's very little probability to it um and it's also so, like you're all in for redraft. Like with Dynasty and Keeper, at least you're like, okay, well, if I pick up this guy, like I can use him next year as a good as a, there's just more to it that makes it more fun and it makes it seem like you're managing an actual team. Yeah. I mean there's just so, more there's more chances to increase your probability, so for sure. Um in redraft, I'm not doing much better. I'm one in four. So uh, you know, I who am I going against? Going against Johnny Bravo this week. Ooh. I'll probably take another L. He's got He's got Najee yeah. Harris, Leonard Fournette, Mark Andrews, Jonathan Taylor. Like I, I don't think I'm expecting to win this one either. Yeah. Uh, I would that like to win, like to make a run in this league. But honestly, at this point, like I mainly just don't want to come in last place in this league because we do have a punishment. Actually, if I had to, if I had to come in last place in any league, this is a pretty solid league to me. Like the, the this will be fu- this will be a fun, a fun because there's good. Um, there's a good punishment. You gotta make a gotta make a music video. Yeah, that's just time and commitment. Then I, I have a hard time having time and commitment for pretty much anything. Yeah. So yeah, well aware. Uh, yeah. Okay. Great. <laughs> uh. Yes. And all right. Why don't we get into the TFD mailbox? Fantasy dudes mailbox. All right, guys, uh, for the TFD Mailbox, you can send us in questions every single week uh, on our Instagram. Go to our website through the via the contact page, thosefantasydudes.com, or email us, thosefantasydudes at gmail.com if you have a start and sit or other fantasy football-related question. That would be awesome. we love to discuss them on the show. But this one's kind of to benefit Logan in his other like home league uh he basically asked would you capitalize on some of the big performances from players like hollywood brown and trade them right now i believe this is a straight redraft auction league uh what do you think jake about that yes one? yeah yeah so i love i love hollywood brown i love the ravens i would i would probably trade hollywood uh, bateman's coming back i don't think it's that hollywood's necessarily going to go down it's just this last week was an outlier game it's you know it's an incredible game and it's awesome to see but it's an outlier game Lamar can do that, but that's not what the Ravens want to do. You know, the Ravens don't want to chuck it for 430 yards or whatever it is in, you know, the second half of the game. So if you can trade him off for something that you can expect a very high return, I would try to package him with somebody else and get something really elite. You know, he's a good second addition. Like, you know, if you want to trade up in a running back 
Like, I think that's a, he's a good guy to throw in on a deal like that um, because he's worth a lot and there's still upside. And I, you know, but also like, if you need a wide receiver, there's no reason to move on just to move on. Like, it's not like you, I don't think that he will be, worthless rest of season i'm not trading for hollywood but if you have him on your team right now he's the wide receiver six on the season i i personally might hold if if you're like four and one three and two he has been one of the most consistent wide receivers over the end of last year into this year and i i do think he's he's worth holding on to if you can package him for something like much better for someone that's hurting and is willing to take him yeah i guess you could do that um but for me, I, I think he's more of a hold for Marquise Brown because he he will consistently get you receptions. He's the number one receiver on that team. Like, you know, I yeah. But Bateman's Bateman's coming back still. That's something you gotta you gotta yeah, remember. But he's Bateman's yet to play back. an NFL snap. So You're I mean, right. No, I I agree. I just think with Bateman coming back, that being an outlier game and not being what the Ravens want to do. I think it might be a good time to at least shop around Hollywood Brown and see what you can get because some people might sure. overvalue him. Some people that don't understand those nuances to why he's producing right now might be willing to give you more for him because they don't understand like, oh, well, just as easily as this came, this could go. Okay. Uh, this is It's a little bit too late for this question, but uh, how much fab is too much to spend on a temporary backup like Devonta Booker or Daryl Williams? This could still it's apply a, it's throughout so, the season. It's so. so situational, unfortunately. It's so like it's such a situational thing. Um, you know, if you need a win, you, what you spend on that running back is going to be a lot more than somebody who... Like, I didn't spend a ton on Devonta Booker this week, but... I was playing the guy who had Saquon, so I knew I had to pay up because I didn't want him to get him. And that's another thing you have to think about in, in leagues is if you're taking, even if you don't need this player, if you're, first of all, not spending away all your fab, uh, but if you can get somebody so your opponent doesn't get them, that's a really good strategy to have, especially come like playoff time or late in the season. As much as building your team, you want to, you want to make sure they can't build theirs. I think that's a huge strategy that a lot of people should implement. Yes, definitely. But not against us. Don't do that in our league. Yeah, don't, no, don't. don't. Do Please don't do, that. Don't, don't do that. don't start. Don't. Yeah, don't pick up other players. Don't fucking do that. Don't do it. Cool. All right. So one little one little thing we're going to do over the next few weeks here. We're going to take a look at the like top 10 quarterbacks, top 10 running backs, top 10 tight ends, um, and just see where we think they they might finish. Are we willing to trade for these guys? Willing to trade one of these guys away? Um, but we're going to take a look at the uh, top 10 quarterbacks this week and kind of predict who we think is going to finish uh, number one. So, yeah, I mean, we got Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and Justin Herbert in the top five right now. Pretty elite level quarterbacks. I mean, goddamn, Lamar Jackson climbed his way up there in Monday night, which is very impressive. It kind of drops off after Jalen Hurts uh, a little bit because then you got Stafford, Sam Darnold, Dak Prescott. Um, but they've had, you know, a few just less impressive games, not huge, like 10 points, 15 points instead of like 25, 35. So, yeah, that's important. Stafford, I mean, Stafford, Darnold, and Prescott are less rushing than Hurts, Murray, Herbert, Allen, Jackson. And Mahomes, Brady is the outlier there because Brady is just elite. As he just has it and has three yeah. top tier wide receivers. So yeah, and Gronk. So right. Um, so yeah, I mean, 
for Dynasty, if you're not competing right now, I don't know why you still have Tom Brady on your team, but if you are in that position, trade him away there or in a keeper league, he might be worth trading away, but every other guy on this list is worth keeping as far as Dynasty goes. In redraft, I would say... I redraft ha- i would take any of these guys like, i would take I, any, yeah, it doesn't exactly. matter like redraft you hang on to everybody here because not only do quarterbacks matter a little bit less in redraft because it's not about your long-term outlook they are just they're kind of replaceable because i hate to say it but over five weeks getting a difference of 29 points might sound like a lot but it's five points a week and i mean you can make it, it does matter sometimes too. but you can make it up at other positions especially if you had to spend you know high draft capital that's what i think dude i think dak prescott's kind of a disappointment this season you had uh, to draft yeah, I'd have him to agree i drafted him draft in the fourth him. or fifth round um and also not to mention cd lamb uh i really wanted that stack cd lamb was a pretty high draft pick as well um and he he's been a little bit underwhelming so yeah it, well the thing the thing is with the cowboys is they've had positive game scripts give or take and they've run the ball a lot so they haven't needed to pass it nearly as much uh because they have great running backs so yeah unfo- um, i mean unfortunately yeah yeah um but i guess you looking at these like it's hard to say because they're all very elite level quarterbacks like give or take if the question is who's here, finish number want. one then the question jeez, i don't I gotta know say murray i think murray they're they're clearly going for it. i think it's between murray allen and Jackson and Herbert are the most realistic options to me. You don't think Mahomes finishes number one? Um, I just don't. I don't know. I I I, I mean, think... I guess they're trying. They're going to be trying to win games because they've lost some pretty pretty serious games though. Like, but everybody makes the playoffs, and they have a history of just absolutely showing up when they have to. Unfortunately, dude. You know what? I think I really and I genuinely you this. I might be hyping you up here, but I do think Lamar Jackson finishes number one this year. I think if he. <sighs> If he keeps it they going, it's so bad, dude. Every time they talk to him, they're like, "Hey, you broke this record." He's like, "Well, we got the win, so I'm happy to hear that." Yeah, doesn't care. It's amazing. I love it. Oh, it gets me so fired up. <laughs> That's how Josh Allen talks too. He's like the most, uh, like monotone. It's it's all business and in interviews. Just wants to get back to the locker room type of guy. I'm just like, come on, man, give us something. Yeah. No, doesn't want to. But yeah, I, I mean Lamar Jackson is just elite. He's he's the he's the dual talent and he he does he's been throwing the ball a lot more. A lot it's more, great. which is awesome. Plus all the rushing attempts, it's it's like it's pretty much double what everyone else has aside from uh actually Jalen Hurts and Kyler both have quite a few attempts this year and three touchdowns each on the ground. So that's pretty impressive. Okay. Uh all right, Jake, why don't we dive into survival football week? Six. Survival football. You lost. I lost. Here's the thing. Did you see the highlights from that game? Because the Panthers had three chances to win that game, and they fucked all of them. They should have won. Disappointing. No, I did not watch the Panthers highlights, unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, okay, so there was, uh, I think Jalen Hurts fumbled it in, in his own end zone, and the Panthers what? had three guys dive on the ball. All of them couldn't get it. It went through the back of the end zone for a safety or a touchback. But that would have won them the game if one of them had been able to get possession wow. of that ball without it That's rolling brutal. around. So that was the difference between you still being uh, 5-0 and in your survival picks. Oh. You're not. So 4-1 so, four and, four and one or 3-1? Four and one. You're four, four and one. one yeah. 
Uh, yeah, who are you picking this week? You know, I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go Bengals. Bengals versus the Lions. Ooh, that's, that's... this is the only time I'll feel comfortable playing the Bengals. This versus the Lions. Do you think a Bengal would beat a lion in real life with a one v one fight to the death? I don't know. I don't know enough about lions and, and tigers and bears. Oh my! <laughs> I, I All right, what's your tigers. what's your pick? What do you think? Hmm. You know what? I think this week I'm gonna go with the Broncos against the Raiders, dealing with some real bullshit behind the scenes. I think the Broncos pull this one out, even with Drew Locke at QB. I think it's gonna be a win for Denver. That's my choice. Yep. All right. Okay. I I, I agree with that. All right. Cool. All right, guys. Well, that that is the uh, those are survival picks. Basically, since we lost, we're just gonna see who has a better record at the end of the year, and then the other one gets water. Or, you know, get I don't know something something bad happens to them. Basically, based on this. Those fantasy dudes water bed. If if John loses, I get to punch him in the mouth. Yes, uh, I will have to get dental work done afterwards again. It's going to be a lot. We're going to put up a GoFundMe. So. It's going to be great. TFD, the GoFundMe. Uh, it goes to my dental work, not my wallet. Cool. Thanks for listening, guys. Check us out every single Wednesday, the Those Fantasy Dudes Podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, at Those Fantasy Dudes, thosefantasydudespodcast.com. And obviously join Jake for start and sit questions on IG Live Sunday mornings. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good luck with your week six matchups. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to those fantasy dudes podcast. Make sure to tune in next week and follow us at those fantasy dudes on Instagram.